Hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Mystical Memoirs of Kay. I know it's been a minute since I recorded an episode, but um, this Gemini Moon was doing a hundred things like she's always doing. Nothing to total completion. But I'm getting there. I'm a work in um, progress. Not perfect. I used to think there was a such thing as perfection, but I learned that there isn't. So tonight's episode is codependency mm, that's that's eighth house things too guys like all everything I, I discuss is um eighth house things um and kind of linked to the seventh house too with relationships but um codependency a lot of people don't realize they that they may or may not be codependent because it's another form form of trauma bonding Ooh, trauma bonding can be intense um you meet people and they have been through similar or the same experiences that you've gone through. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, we connect, we relate. And instead of you doing the work on yourself, you just start to bond and become codependent upon that person um, based on wounds that you guys have been through. I, um, myself, was going through a lot of codependency. Um, it started off from my mom. Me and my mom were um, codependent upon each other. That's where it started for for me. Um, she needed me for everything. She needed to to keep me close. She wanted to keep me close, and um, in a way, I know that she was trying to vicariously live through me. Things she didn't get to do, or um, or didn't get to happen. She wanted me to do those things, and. I didn't realize that's what was going on until I got older, like in my late 20s, early 30s. It took me that long to realize that my mom had um, tied me to this codependent relationship. And I had done the same with her. Like, um, I felt like I, I needed to to be this woman or be this person that she didn't get to be. Because I know the place that her self-esteem was in. And um, I know that she had sacrificed so much for our family and for herself. I felt like I needed to do whatever she wanted me to do. Like, I depended on my mom, like, for everything. Until I realized that it was um, turning into manipulation. My mom is a, a Pisces. Um, high vibrational Pisces operate totally different than low vibrational Pisces. And, um... There can be some con artist things or um, delusional things going on with Pisces, um, ruled by Neptune and um, Jupiter. Hmm. Yeah, so that first set of codependency was, for me was with my mom. It was a very intriguing relationship. I felt like I had to do whatever she needed or wanted. Like, didn't matter what it was. My mom needed it. I'm going to make sure she got it. She raised me and um, well, reared me and my siblings and reared my sister's kids, too. So I'm like, my mom sacrificed a lot, but that wasn't my job to make sure she was good. But I felt like I needed to. Like, even after I graduated college, my mom, like, went into, like, a panic attack mode and, um... She didn't want me to leave and move away with my, with my fiance because I've always been with her. Even when I went out to college, I would still come home every weekend. 
she didn't want me to leave. So that was very hard for her to break away from me. But I was ready to go and ready to leave, not knowing that I was leaving one codependent relationship going right into another one. I didn't realize it. That codependency just traveled with me. I became codependent upon my husband, and he became codependent upon me. It was a cycle, a cycle of trauma bonding, a cycle of trauma bonding. Like, um, my mom went through a lot of shit growing up, and I, it took me years to learn to give her grace for the person that she is. So all that shit she went through, I, I felt like I needed to, to help her, to help heal her. Like, if I can just go to school and I can be this person, um, that'll help my mom see herself in a different light. Because she didn't get to do any of those things. She had my brother when she was uh, 15. So she didn't get to experience a lot. Because she had kids early and she had already started to be a, a young woman at an early age. So I was like, okay, I can do all these things and make my mom happy. But not realizing she was living vicariously through me and... It became a burden after a while. A very big burden. And then I moved in with my fiance, and as we were um, <laughs> together, we began to trauma bond and rely on each other for everything. Now, mind you, um, He's a good guy, and um, we both have been through a lot of shit. He didn't grow up with his parents. Um, he was raised by his, his grandmother. And for me, not realizing my own wounds, pushing my shit to the side, I was like, this man didn't grow up with his parents. He was raised by his grandma. Let me try to help him, help work on him. Look at me trying to heal somebody that ain't worked on my own shit. That was a big part of my um, marriage, me trying to heal him and not working on myself. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand I needed to work on my wounds. But let me fix his, though. If I can just fix him, he can be this man that I want him to be or the man that I see that he has the potential to be. So I kept pushing him, pushing him to, to be this guy. Keisha, that's, that's not your responsibility. I kept trying to build a bear with no stuffing. What are you doing? If I could just heal him, that'll help that'll help me and then he'll love me a certain way. No, baby. No, baby, that's not how that works. I was clueless. I all my life I saw my mom take care of my dad and do whatever he needed. Um she my mom would do anything for him. When I say down to washing his damn back. And she still does. I was like, if I could just take care of this man, he'll he'll love me the way that I want to be loved. Not knowing that I needed to do the work on myself and love myself and not require anybody else to love me a certain way. He in turn wanted me to be a certain type of woman that I wasn't. There's no such thing as a perfect woman or a perfect man. Like, we were trying to turn each other into the people that we wanted or thought that we wanted, and we hadn't done any work to heal or work on ourselves. Neither one of us had done any internal work or knew about doing any shadow work to work on our childhood childhood wounds. 
we were just loving each other and trying to fix each other and trying to turn each other into the person that we wanted each other to be. Clueless as fuck for 20 years. Loving each other, creating this whole fairy tale life. But the veil has been lifted. The facade has been seen by the world. People looked up to our marriage like um one of those movie, one of those fairy tale movies, Disney movies. Most of the time I was crying in silence or hiding in silence. Hurting for years, um. And it just got worse after our son died. More so of me just trying to to make him see his potential. Trying to make him heal his trauma when I ain't worked on mine. How'd that work? Clueless to the fact that I was doing that. Clueless. I had so many expectations of this man. I wanted him to, to be a certain way. That in turn that I could be a certain way. I was expecting him to love me a certain way. Because I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know what that meant. I was like, just just love me and take care of me and do this for me. Trauma bonding like hell. I, I came from a dysfunctional family. Like there was um sexual abuse, um, verbal and physical abuse growing up as a kid and and when I got out, this was the first person that said they loved me. You love me in spite of all my flaws. You love me in spite of the way my navel looks. I had a um a hernia as a kid growing up, so I have a I had an Audi and I had to have surgery when I was a kid. You love me in spite of that, that flaw that I hate. You love me in spite of my toe. A lot of people don't know that. I don't talk about my toe, y'all. When I was a kid, my mom closed my um this is what she says happened. I don't believe it. She says she closed my toe up in the um, door of the car so I had to have surgery on my toe as a newborn baby it was dangling and hanging off but um listen here there are cosmetics and acrylic and things to take care of that so you wouldn't know unless I told you and I'm publicly saying this on a podcast <laughs> some shit that I've heard for years but um there's no more hiding he loved me in spite of all my flaws of my nappy hair my dark skin and He loved me for who I am. And I was like, we both weird and quirky. I like weird and quirky because that's how I am. And we connected. The whole time we was connecting off of trauma. The lack of love that we both um, we had. Neither one of us knew what love really was. We just know we was doing this shit together. And it was us against the world. We never, like, neither one of us, like, really have friends outside of each other. And it was by choice. Neither one of us forced each other not to have friends outside of each other. It was just something that happened. And I I think back on it now, I'm like, how in the world? And I was like, he's my best friend. As long as I got him, I'm good. It was just me and him. We went out on dates, traveled the, the world, um... Because I wanted to travel. He wasn't. He didn't like to travel or go a lot of places. But he would do it because I wanted to. 
it was just us. I remember um, being at my old job and people would ask me to go out. I didn't know anything about going out with other people outside of me and him. They were like, hey, Keisha, you want to go out? I'm like, no, I got a husband and two kids. And they would make fun of me about that. And I was, in my head, I'd just be like, oh, just because they don't have a husband and kids, then that ain't got shit to do with me. I'm going home to be with my family. I would do this thing where um, nobody could call me after 7 p.m. because I said I was having family time. I didn't talk on the phone to anybody after 7. Mind y'all, I made these rules for myself. I put myself in this box like um, <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. Like, what was I trying to prove to myself? I was trying to prove to myself like I lived in this dream world that this perfect dream world, and, and it wasn't perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. I was living in a world of trauma bonding, trying to heal somebody else without doing the work for myself. Not knowing that I needed self-love, that I needed to cater to me, that I needed to love me and not require another human to love me the way that I desired. Because nobody can love me the way that I need to. Eventually, there will be love to come in for me that um, will be in addition to what I already given myself. But now I don't place any expectations on anybody. I just, I live and learn from people. I'm learning from new relationships, learning from new connections. There will be no more trouble bonding for me. There will be no more codependency, not intentionally. And I watch out for those type things. Other people's things, other people's money. That's that Scorpio shit. And I became so complacent and I like stability and... um. I just sat there in it, trying to heal him, being dependent upon him for so much. And we both realized when we both separated, we realized how much we depended upon each other. It wasn't healthy. At the, towards the end, the last um, four years, it started to become toxic. And I would see other people like, they would talk about their toxic relationships, and I was just like, oh, I'm glad I ain't dealing with that. But toxicity can look different for so many different people. We went into a cycle of just fussing and fucking. Fussing and fucking. We would argue about the simplest little things, but um, I'm like, this is my guy to the end. We married. We got to tough this out. Until I just couldn't anymore. I started doing the work, start working on my mind. And my body and my spirit and um finally one day um last March or April I went to him and I asked for a divorce. It was so painful. <laughs> See, I've loved this man since I was nineteen years old and um he was my first everything. <laughs> Think of that, marrying the first man that you, you ever had sexual relations with. <laughs> and now you're almost 40, um, figuring out how to date and how to love again. Like, different type of love. Because it's going to hit so much differently because I love myself now. I didn't love myself then. I didn't know anything about that. I just know that this man loved me. And we bonded and connected and relied on each other for everything and 
It's like we shut the whole world out and just relied upon each other, which we did. Damn, that shit was intense. That Juno conjunct Juno in the um eighth house. Yeah, it was a lot of power um and manipulation um in our marriage. It's like we try to control each other. <laughs> Unknowingly, that's what we were doing. Me and him against the world. That's how it was with me and my mom. It was me and mama like against everything else. If we fight it out to the end. Me being codependent upon them and them being codependent upon me. But I don't have to live like that anymore. I've learned that I can be self-sufficient, just me. So now people see me and think I'm just tough and badass. Y'all, I've been through some shit. I ain't even talked about all the stuff that I've been through, but I've been through some heavy-ish that I'm still working through. It's a process, but I'm able to, as I continue to heal and heal these wounds, I'm able to help other people because I've been through some shit. I, I can't teach or talk to people about shit that I haven't been through. It's alchemizing that pain, alchemizing that trauma, not sitting in it because I just used to sit in that shit. And so universe forced me to say, oh, no, you're going to deal with it. And you're going to show other people how to deal with it, too. Oh, my God. It's, it's been painful. That Pluto energy, pain and suffering and um rebirth and transformation and just learning and reparenting myself all over. I have to reparent myself. A lot of times you can't get here on your own. You need a push or a shove from other people. But I'm here and I'm present. And I got y'all if y'all need me. <laughs> I love you forever, Kay. Moving toward that cancer north node. No more relying on other people. Self-sufficiency. Learning to integrate my masculine and feminine energy together and stop limiting my masculine energy so much. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Thank y'all for tuning in.